I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the first ever episode of For the Love of the Games, a uh, crossover podcast between Man on the Post and Ready Player Two. Any Ready Player Two listeners who are listening, uh, if you don't like sports games, switch off now because this is not going to be for you. Uh, the voice you're hearing is me, I'm Ross, you may have heard me on both of those podcasts. Joining me tonight we have Mr. Ryan Goodman. Hello. Mr. Tom Lana. Hello. And Mr. Greg Kitchen. Good evening. How are you all chaps? Yeah, very well, thanks. Nice to be joining you all on a on a chilly Wednesday evening. It's fucking freezing, isn't it? So my heating's backed up and I'm still cold, so oh, it's great. Your heating's packed up? No, it's just it, I've got it whacked up. Oh, right, okay. I was going to say no. Yeah, no, I mean, if it, had, if it had packed up, I wouldn't be on it, let's be honest. <laughs> Using the, the warmth of your PC to yeah, yeah. <laughs> heat the house. How are you, Tommy, right? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Good, 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 good stuff. Right, so what we're going to do is basically this is a, a spin-off pod talking about games, football games mainly, sports games in general. That's the general overview, but tonight's going to be football-focused, uh, but a good football-focused, not like the BBC's version. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah, going to cover such it's games. Take, it's and... only taking a minute. <laughs> uh, that's a bit harsh on Dion Dublin. I like Dion. Dion's all right, to be fair, yeah. He's better on Holmes under the hammer, I reckon. So. <laughs> he's pretty good on that, actually. <laughs> that other woman on there is rubbish, though. Oh, yeah, she's, she's enough. I mean, it, it's bad that we, we both know so much about Holmes under the hammer. But... <laughs> We've been sidetracked already. Let's get back on it. We're going to talk about games such as Championship Manager 2001, 2002, um, FM19, FIFA19, PES19, and probably other stuff as well. Let's start with you, Greg. What are you up to in the gaming world currently? Oh, what game's that, sorry? What games are you playing most of all, FIFA or so, FM? So it's um, oh, it's a bit of both, actually. depends. Um, I try and play a little bit each day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of FM each day. I suppose that's a bit uh, easier, you know, lunch break at work here and there and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but a bit of FM and FIFA as well. All right, let's start with FM because all you boys have played that one. I've not played this year's one. I want you to all to convince me as to why I should spend the money to buy this year's one. Um what are you up to in game? What's your kind of your, your big save game so far? Um, I've got two on the go. I started one with Portsmouth as I do every year. Standard, yeah. Um, three seasons since that, but where I started it in the um, in the beta, right? Um, I've, it's f- full of bugs which um, ah. can't be eradicated in a save game. Oh, that's so, annoying. for example, I have it never saves um, season history. So when you go onto my uh, player stats, see how they've played the last couple of seasons, there's yeah. nothing there. Oh, right. uh, which has made that game almost impossible to play. <laughs> yeah, um, how do you so judge previous I, players? Yeah, 
So I've ditched that after a couple of seasons, or three seasons. Um, and I'm into my second season uh, with Ray Oviedo. Ah, nice. Oh, good. Is. Yes. You're, you're um, old Oviedo, aren't you? Uh, so, yeah, well, good yeah, choice, technically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. How are you getting on with that one, then? Um, Sexy so got promoted um, first season. Nice. Um, they're quite a big club for Segunda, so you got a little yeah. bit of financial backing. But my difficulty is always... I've always been able to take clubs up who should be going up, but then yeah. it's keeping them in the division above and adjusting that I've always struggled with. Yeah. Um, I'm currently 13 games in and I'm 11th. That's not so too I'm, bad. I'm doing okay. You know, after I was had one point after the first five games. Wow. And I was playing this nice, expansive football, but <laughs> I had to revert to something a bit more pragmatic. And now we're, yeah, we're quite stingy defensively. Lots of nil-nils. <laughs> Do what it takes first year. Yeah. Do whatever it takes. Um, so what do you make to the new features in this edition of VAR? How does that kind of... Is that... <laughs> it's, uh, um, it happens quite a lot in the Liga. Oh, does it? Um, yeah, I keep getting quite a few penalties um, nice. for like, pushes in the box and, and stuff like that. So I'm benefiting from it quite nicely. Um, I think the goal line technology is a little bit overdone in it. Every, oh, time, right. a keeper makes the st- every time a keeper makes the save uh, near the line, cuts the goal line technology. I was like, I know it didn't go in. <laughs> it's a yard off his they line. Do they do that on match of the day as well, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. is replicating um, <laughs> real life punditry. Just think Jonathan Pierce to be completely confused by it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, how, how do you boys find the, the VAR, Tom? Is that a, a, a good addition for you in this? Well, I haven't really seen it much because I've, I've only had a Portsmouth game. All right. From there. Fleeting use in League One. It doesn't seem to be used in League One. <laughs> Ryan, I'm assuming you've been uh, playing it as, a, as Chelsea? Yeah, well, I've played... I've, I've done about three seasons as Chelsea just to, you know, the beta saves. You know, you got to pick your club and go through it. But uh, I'm currently doing a Leverkusen save. All right, OK. And in the second season, when we're at Bayern Munich, have just... I don't know what's going on there. Just that their manager. I think we're... We're in about January of, I'm trying to think, looking at the time right now, 2020. Yeah. And they're sick. I'm first by about 15 points Jesus. as Leverkusen. And I've only spent about 30 million in the summer because that's all I had. Uh, but VAR is used a lot. And it's it's a really weird one because all of a sudden, and I guess it's a bit like real life, because all of a sudden it's just like you can tell the camera just starts like changing. It's like, oh, this is going to be a VAR decision. Ah, right. And then, you know, the, the, it, you watch the referee do his little run over to the little monitor. <laughs> but they, it doesn't show you the clip again, oh, which is right, really weird. It just gives you a decision, does it? Yeah, which I I'm, suppose I'm that sure. replicates an actual manager's experience of it, though. Yeah, which yeah. I think is what it is. Because even in their like, initial trailers, it made it look like you get to revisit, like, see it again. Um, but you don't so it's just all of a sudden it's like you know he comes back out he does the little VAR box sign and then it's either a goal or a penalty or whatever it is it's it's probably it's a novelty thing more than anything else in the game isn't it really it is is. it's just and then I mean the offside stuff's really good so like when a goal's been called for a marginal offside or not you can actually watch it and it does the lines properly for you and you're like okay I can actually see it now right and even in a league like for example it wasn't in the Premier League so, it, they, you know, you did the lines and it was like, okay, that was offside, but the goal still stood because yeah. VAR was not in the game. So, it's it is a, it's a, it's a useful feature. It's just not, it's just not amazing yet. But the yeah. German league stuff is really good. Like, have they got licenses now? 
Yes, the first time they've been able to oh, sell in Germany. Good. So, but, but, obviously, a lot of their advertisements are based on the German team, so like yeah. Leverkusen, which I think they may have tampered a little bit. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> right. But Leverkusen are actually... to make on really... our first podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know if it's... Miles Jacobson, are you listening? <laughs> God damn it, Miles. Um, I don't know, it just seems weird like that all of a sudden I'm absolutely... Like spanking it in the league is Leverkusen, and Leverkusen is the team that's in all of their adverts. Oh, is this why on the old ones, well, like uh, the old championship managers, where Everton used to be unbeatable because it was made by Everton fans? Is that what you're trying to say? It's more just, you know, I think it's just a. I don't think they've actually done anything. I mean, Leverkusen are actually a good team with good youngsters, so I think the yeah. the potential for you to be able to hit the ground running is relatively good, but considering we're in the second season and, and we're about to win. Yeah, it's it's a little bit odd. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, that's more of an indictment on how bad everyone else is. <laughs> Fair enough. What other new features then have been added? Anything that's made the game a must-buy, Tom? Anything that like, I think most people just buy anyway because of the almost uh, Stockholm syndrome to playing the game. But anything that's, that's the thing. Really, for me, it, new features are always good. But it's for me, it's just the updated database every season. That's mainly why I buy it. I mean. You can get like patches and stuff to recreate it, but it's not the same as actually having the transfers at the start of the season. Yeah, no, that, that is fair. Yeah, apparently there's an ex. ex uh, they've overhauled the training thing, and I literally never touched training in the previous games. <coughs> they have. It's, it's, it's okay. Incredibly addictive. Is I've it? found. I've so I set my assistant to set the training up, but right. then I go because obviously it's done. I think maybe this is the teacher of me where it's done in <laughs> different sessions. Right. Uh, and you had to plan what you're going to do in each session of each day. So if you set, I set my assistant up to set it up and then go and alter it. Um, uh, and yeah, I do it. The, not a, a, a session goes by where I haven't tinkered with it in some way. Oh, wow. I spend a lot of time working on set pieces. I think I it actually makes more of a difference this year as well, whereas training didn't really seem to be that important in the last few games, last like few series of it. But where you can yeah. actually. Say you're on a losing streak and conceding too many goals. If you do so many different defence mm. training sessions, or if say another way around, you're not scoring any goals. There's so many different attacking training sessions you can do. I know if I concede a goal from a corner, that my lads are going to be in doing extra <laughs> work on defending set pieces <laughs> on a Sunday morning. Yeah, as I say, you can be so um, regimented with it. So every, I mean, you get, so it's three sessions per day, and often the, the assistant will only put two in because in theory if you if you do three every day your top players are going to get tired yeah um, but you, you know if, if you're coming into a team that's you know got really poor fitness levels or something or you know you want a really good free pre-season to get them used to your tactics you could just bang out tactics sessions every day three times a day you can be able for like a couple of weeks yeah you can you can work them <laughs> damn hard yeah and it's and it's it's the fact that you can actually do that and as the other guys have said you know on a week by week week by week basis be able to tweak it and say actually we want to work on set pieces this week so we're going to do attacking set pieces then defensive and then rotate it back I found that it hasn't impacted on my players conditional sharpness that much either having a session for every session of the day of the week oh really I mean it depends what you pick maybe I guess but so you know I think I usually finish each day with some kind of set piece routine or or uh, a chance um, conversion or chance creation session, which doesn't take too much out of them. Um, so <clears throat> I end up something something like that, one of the smaller parts of the game that 
um, probably doesn't require too much running around. I add yeah. on to the end of every single day. You've not got the running cross country three sessions every no, day. No. <laughs> All right, that's uh, interesting because I also suggest set my assistant to handle training at the very first meeting, and then that would be it. Never, never even think about it again in previous games. So that is something I might be interested in going into do. Any other new features or just does it feel slightly different to last year's game? I think the overhaul of tactics is the uh, the other big one for me. Yeah, because uh, you know, as people who are interested in football and you know are involved in a football podcast, you've got to have some kind of knowledge of how the we should do of how the game works yeah. um, and different tactical styles. But unless you've got coaching badges, you're not going to know that the complete ins and outs of certain styles of play. Mm. Um, but I think the game where you can pick a, a certain style of football and then helps you mould your um, formation, your player roles, your okay, team instructions around like, that. It's got like pre-built in ways yeah. of playing you can fit your team to it. So, you know, someone who's interested in, say, they want to replicate Klopp and a Gegenpress, um, yeah, yeah. but they don't necessarily un- fully understand the ins and outs of it. And we, we know it's all about high-intensity pressing, but, yeah. you know, there's other elements of that style of play, which to uh, someone who doesn't have coaching badges and stuff like that won't understand, but the game kind of helps you with that. Okay. So it's okay. easier to have an identity. Um, I'm not sure what Ryan and Tom have been um, have adopted. I go for a, a fluid counter attack. I go with and I go with a gag and press at the moment, just because it, it's it what fits the team. And Kevin Valland is a pressing forward, so you, you, you pressing forwards are pretty sort of useless in other formations because the whole yeah. point is to actually get on the back line. But that's the idea. So you use like gag and press, direct counter attack, fluid counter attack, defensive, and then. Within each tactic, you can break it down to when you're in possession, out of possession, or in transition. Right, okay. So if you've got a goalie that's really crap at kicking the ball, yeah, you can actually say in transition of him having the ball, he can either choose to roll it out, short kick it, or long kick it. So in that scenario, I'd say, well, roll it out to my defenders then. I think that's something that I found frustrating in the last game. It's like if I could see my side um, sitting back at, out of possession... Yeah, there wasn't too much I could really do about it, but now I can alter um, what kind of line we play where. And my favourite bit is the line of engagement. So do you get you know let them have the ball in their own half, knock it around, you know that's fine. Let them come on to you, and then as soon as they get to the halfway line, that's when your uh, your forwards and wingers start to press. Wow, I'm liking the sounds of these additions. Tom, you're playing a game in League One. What kind of what kind of style are you going for? Well, I won, I won League One in the right. first season of Portsmouth fairly easily. Yeah. But I always seem, seem to do that. The first season always seems to be easy on these games. Yeah. It's, the, it's the second season, whether whether it was League One or the Championship, it's the second season always seems to struggle. I right. did I did all right. I mean, I finished mid-table in the Championship. But do play a, I do use the Gagan Press with Portsmouth, which is probably a bit, <laughs> a bit over the top. But you've right. actually... The Portsmouth players are actually fairly good. I mean, in League One, they were too good. Yeah. And I managed to hold on to the majority of the team. Right. With, with some loan signings as well. And obviously, when you come against the, big, against the bigger teams in the Championship, I do change it to a, to a, a direct counter-attack sometimes. Yeah. Or, or maybe even wing play as well. Got a couple of decent wingers. Okay. But it's, it, you have to keep tweaking. It's, you can't just like... 
Whereas in the old games, if you found one style and you just stuck with it the whole time, yeah. I find you can you can go on a run of two or three wins, but then it just seems to wear off. Hmm. So you have to just tweak little things, not complete style, but just the odd thing here and there. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of the one of the challenges I want to come out of this podcast with is the, the guys on Ready Player 2 they do not play sports games and they definitely don't play tactical management simulated sports games I want to share my Steam library with them and get them playing FM 18 because that's all I've got at the minute but could they play that from a complete noob status could they jump into it and not be successful maybe but could they understand what they were doing do you think and it's difficult I think you might need a little bit of football prior football knowledge mm. Um, I've seen uh, one of my students the other day was like, "Shall I buy for manager?" I was like, "Yes, definitely buy for manager." And he brought it in. It was yesterday, right. brought it in. He was like, "I don't know what I'm doing." And, <laughs> and I, after I spent ten minutes explaining to him what every little feature did, yeah. and he was like, "Oh yeah, actually, it does. You know, it all makes sense once you know what everything does." Yeah. Uh, but then again, he knows a little bit about football, so I'm not sure if you left it to a complete, you know. Outside. novice when it comes to knowing about football then I don't, think a non- I don't think a non-football fan could play this game at all could make sense of it no? yeah. Ryan what do you think uh, well I think FM18 would be a little bit different I mean we're talking about FM19 and that the, one of the one of the big new features that they dabbled was this tutorial system right where so when you go to pick a tactical style uh, so as, as an example the game will guide you through how to do it, what to do, gives yeah. you a little bit of hints. There's a whole sort of big training thing in there now for new managers. If that makes sense. So okay. it, it's all. So in theory, if you wanted to get someone that is new, I mean, I, I think I agree with the other guys. I think you do need to know a little bit about football to even get in there because it's one of those games that if you're not interested in the subject matter, like with any game, yeah. are you really able to stick at it and learn it? Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, if you you have got no interest at a very base level then you know, you're not going to want to persist are you because a, 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 a lot of people will look, look at that think, ah, sod it. <laughs> yeah a lot of people will look at it and go it's just a bunch of spreadsheets you know, <laughs> as it always used to be because you know if, you, if you're looking at a player's stats for example even yeah. the basic understanding of what's good what's bad is such a difficult thing to get your head around that first time you know mm. i always find myself sometimes looking at a stat and then not finally clicking and going, oh this is what this actually means <laughs> in the grand scheme of things yeah that's fair enough okay well, maybe i won't task them with playing that game then um mm. tom you're playing uh championship manager 0102 how is that i mean that differs incredibly from fm19 by sounds of it but is it it's obviously more simpler game to get into you having any less fun or having more fun it's 18 years old and it's still the best football management game of all time. That is depressing, isn't it? But it's just, I think it's the simplicity of it, which I love. Yeah. Obviously, the, you get the more complex tactics and training and everything on the new football managers, but the way you can just load it up, take control of a team and get a season done in about two hours. Yes. Like, if someone wants to get into a football management game, this is the one you give them. <laughs> yeah, this is a free download as well, isn't it, I think? I believe so, yeah. I've still got a disc though, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think I've got about three. <laughs> wow, I got rid of all my hard copies of games. But yeah, this is a free download. And if uh, if you speak to our friend, uh, Mr. Dave Black, who's at CM9798 on Twitter, he's also got a blog, which I believe is cm0102blogs.wordpress.com, which is, uh, he's got some 
games of uh, 0102 going as well. And if you need any help or advice, I'm sure he's the man to go to. There's his plug done. Hmm. Um, but you're enjoying it though, Tom. Which one do you? Which one are you getting more fun out of this one or 19? Well, I go through phases. I, I do like. I haven't played 19 for since before Christmas because right. I've been playing more FIFA um, and started this this yeah. PSV game uh, in the new year. It's just. I think it's just got to be in the mood for it, mm. where where you can just go on it and just. I'll get. I'll probably get bored of this in a, a few weeks' time and go back to Football Manager again. But yeah. by then, I'll be in about twenty thirty five on this game probably. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you'll be ahead in this game than actually where you are in the the newer game. Probably will be. I'm done. <laughs> I'm two seasons in already. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like those retro games. I've got ninety seven, ninety eight installed on my computer, and I do just jump in now and then and just play a few games. And like you say, you can get through it so fast that. Yeah. And the, the joy of finding finding like seventeen, eighteen year olds who have now retired in real life. <laughs> Which yes. Yeah. Makes you old. Yeah, imagine how I feel I'm thirty five next week. That's uh, incredibly depressing that there's now players that are started then and are now retired. Alan Smith and people like that. But yeah, that was a fun one. Uh Ryan, you're playing along with FM nineteen, you're playing um a bit of Pro Evo. Yeah, and it is the best well I won't say the best <laughs> it is it's actually really good like you know getting past the license thing because you can get around it now you're um, playing on with, PlayStation yeah? yes you can get around it with with downloads and everything and, and the player models are you know, great once you've installed the data stuff for the kits and everything which takes about 15-20 minutes it's pretty easy then is it yeah you just basically stick something on a USB plug it in say import this it will go through all the codes and everything, go through all the files, and then apply everything to the right teams. Right, okay. So I'm playing as Chelsea, um, just in a career mode. And, you know, it's relatively easy to mess around. Probably not as much as FIFA in terms of being able to sign people like Mbappe or Messi really quickly, yeah. like you can on sort of the FIFA career mode. But, I mean, the gameplay is just what keeps me coming back. The Pez Ultimate Team thing called My Club is... Now, that is incredibly easy to get good players. I've packed Messi about three times. <laughs> Two wise was an informed one. But it's, it's the idea of, like, you, you get guaranteed team of the week players if you you don't even have to spend that much money because... we. I mean, I've probably spent, like, £2 right. before just to top up my coins, like, a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they, they seem very giving. So over the Christmas period, they were giving away legends, coins every day, you know, so everyone's team is pretty good, but it therefore makes it a relatively even keel. Yeah, I haven't really played much of the online stuff, but it, it's just a good, easy thing to jump into. But the it, you know the big thing about it is the gameplay. Passing's brilliant. Yes. Shooting and creating chances is great, and it's to me anyway. I haven't played FIFA 19 this year, but it's a lot more of a rewarding experience when I score a goal against a high difficulty. Yeah. Whereas on the old FIFAs, it was like. I could abuse, say, finesse shots or something like that. I've not found anything in Pez yet to abuse, if that there's makes no, sense. There's no almost auto goal, is there, with the run down the wing, cut back and knock it in? No, I mean, there might be somewhere, but I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough to <laughs> to find it. I'm just having fun trying to pass it around, try and, you know, get the odd through ball. And, and stamina is a big issue in this game. So, like, especially in career mode, mm. if your players are even remotely tired, half your passes stop missing. <laughs> Which is realistic because then I'm like, okay, I need to start bringing people on and, and, and changing the game. Yeah, not holding it down the entire time. 
yeah that <laughs> um but, but it is really good it's just you know whenever i'm jumping in it's a very rewarding sometimes frustrating experience when i'm playing it's a really hard difficulty but it is really good so i'm playing this on xbox and i don't have the option to just download a a data file to change all the names. I spent about 15, 20 minutes changing just the Premier League and Championship names. Oh, to really? The real names. Yeah, you can't get this, stick it on a USB, plug it in and do it for you. So, Crazy. Yeah, the, the gameplay keeps pulling me back, but I'm getting to the point where I'm a, a little bit of a licensed snob. Like, I, it is difficult. I don't, want, is. I don't want the commentators to be calling Leeds West Yorkshire Whites or whatever they're called. I want them to be... <laughs> I wanted to be Leeds and I wanted to be playing against Barnsley, not Yorkshire Reds and this sort of nonsense. It's and then it feels even more jarring when you come up against one of the teams that are licensed. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's because like, they look so good yeah, as well. Like, the like, graphics are insane. Yeah, the character models are perfect for all the licensed players. So it's it is frustrating in that one. I've also got to grow up with the online that the matchmaking system is broken. Uh, it takes forever to find a match as well. It takes forever, yeah. And then more often than not, even though you say it to find someone at a, a relatively level skill level to you, it doesn't. It finds someone that's probably way ahead of where you are and you just get bad. So that's that's uh, a bit of an issue. But like you said, I've not played FIFA 19 either. I jumped out on FIFA last year. I played a bit of last year's because it was part of the EA Access. So I got it for whatever my monthly fee is, two ninety nine, I think. But PES 19 is in Game Pass uh, on Xbox. So if you pay the seven ninety nine a month to get access to those 100-odd games, you can play it. You can also get it for free if you because they've got a my club version, so their ultimate team. Yeah, you can actually get that for free, and again, they give you so much stuff for free anyway. So, if you're looking for to play it, mm. and you want to play with good players, that is an option because that's what I did last year. Okay, Greg, Tom, you're all, um, well. You're quite a bit younger than me. You're roughly the same age as Ryan. Did, did did you play Pez back in its heyday, or did you have you always been been FIFA? I think I'm, I'll always say PES 5 is the best yes. football game that there's like, so ever good. been. Yeah. Um, and you didn't care about the licenses. It was just the best gameplay. Yes. Um, and Master cool. League was fantastic. Um, PES 5 had and, Omri on the cover, yeah? Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think. Was it? Was it Omri, Omri and Terry, wasn't it? Standing yes. side by side. Let me... Or like looking at each other and then the um, re- referee, referee in the middle. Yeah, it was Terry and Omri looking at each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was um, that was almost the perfect realization of football game. I mean, it's incredibly old now, but 05 that came out. 
at the time it was it was miles ahead of FIFA. Yeah, gameplay wise. F- yeah, FIFA had got really repetitive at that point, and it was interesting. We were talking about like FM and stuff like that. They had. Does any, do you only remember Total Club Manager? Yes, yes I just, yeah. Which I think they then turned into FIFA Manager or something. But whatever you noticed, whenever the, whenever the whenever the goals went in, the replays were always the same. Like you could see the ball going to the top right, and then the replay would show the ball going into the middle of the net because <laughs> they only they clearly only had a certain selection of replays available. Ah, right. And it made you realize how broken like FIFA was at the time because Pez that was when Pez was in its in its heyday. Um, yeah, the controllable replays that you could cut and save and show off to your mates. Like, I, had, I had a memory card full of goals that I'd scored that are just like, just ones that I've got to cut together myself and. <laughs> That was great. That was the the pinnacle for me. Pez kind of fell off around well the when the 360 came out on the PS3. It it didn't handle the leap to next gen very well. I don't think. Oh no! It, it really crashed and burnt when it was. What was it? Pez 2008. Yeah, I think, I think so. I, 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 I think it, yeah, it came out for Vita like six months after everything else, and I bought it on Vita just so I could dive and then patch that out of the game. <laughs> Because that was the only game at the time that offered you, to, apart from, I can't remember what it was. There was an, uh, there was another football game at the time. Yeah, Total Football or something, and you could dive on it, and that's the only thing they ever did. Oh, is it? Was it? This is football. That, yes, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you held down um, left to right trigger at the same time, you would dive. dive. I remember having Sean Derry sent off for a double bucket <laughs> fence, both for diving. You can do that in Pez now. You can dive in Pez, but it looks awful. You can't make a convincing dive. I've never been able to pull it off. <laughs> and you're playing as Chelsea, you say? Yeah, I'm not playing as like Liverpool and Mo Salah, because that would be really easy. <laughs> Cheating the game. Um, have you guys got any interesting game or giving FIFA um, Pez a try, Greg, Tom? Um, no, I haven't. No? But I, no, I, I think it's easy just to go back to FIFA um, yeah. every time. And... You know, I'll always have Pez Five. That I'll always, I'll always, always take memories. that with me. Yeah, I'll always have those memories. But <laughs> out of just pure laziness, it's just easy to go back to your, to your ultimate team and play a bit of FIFA if you got a spare hour or so. Yeah, that's fair. Tom, any interest from you? You like well, the retro? I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever played Pez. Have you I never had. I never had a game. I never had a games console until the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So all my old games used to be on PC. So I was playing like. FIFA 2004 on the PC, and it's the one with Del Piero on the cover. Yeah. And FIFA 97, the one where you could play indoors. <laughs> that was great. Stuff like that. Yeah, that was they're, great. they're great games. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need. I think you need to experience these at some point. If you can get hold of a PS2 and PS5, it should be pretty cheap these days. That would be an experience. I'd, I'd definitely enjoy doing that. I might have to look, to, look for an old PS2 now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure CX have got one. Um, so you boys are playing FIFA then. Ryan, have you played FIFA 19? No? Not this year. I mean, I was a big FIFA player last year. I always used to play pro clubs. Like That that used to be the main reason I had it. Right. Um, but this year, I think I'd spent quite a bit of money on Ultimate Team last year. And I was like, you know what? I'm not excited for this. Because I'd started playing PES mm. at the back end of last year. And I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go for PES this year. I'm going to give it a go and not go into that. This is going to sound with toxic attitude of FIFA, <laughs> just because that's all the experience I'd had with the Ultimate Team. But. But online is a a wasteland on FIFA, isn't it? The people that hang out in the uh, online games, the messages you can get sent after you beat someone. Um, 
Very angry yeah. people. They're very angry people. Very angry people. Greg, you and you and Tommy, you're playing this more, more definitely more than me and Ryan. How are you getting on with it? Are you still really into it? Um, I'm on and off of it. Yeah. At the moment, I'm on. Um, what were what you doing? I really, only really play online. I only right, really okay. play on the teams. Um, and uh, I haven't. I've, I don't spend money on it anymore. But then again, I don't think you have to anymore. No. Um, to I think if you cause where they brought in things like squad building challenges and things like that. Um, it's a different way of getting packs. Um, right, okay, because this is a huge thing for people that don't play the games. They see you can, there's, there's microtransactions and think, oh, well, that's, it's game-breaking. Like, people can just buy the best players, mm. put the best teams together, which you can, but you've got to spend an awful lot of money to do that. Yeah. Which people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, you, you, you can put, like, five quid into it and get a, probably a, a decent player, but it's no not as game breaking as you think is it no um, I don't see the point of um, you'd have to, to get you know you can put a fiver in and you can pack nothing and yeah. it's like oh, well there you are it's the quickest way of living a fiver <laughs> um, but you you know to, to guarantee something you've got to put a load of money in and you don't necessarily have to do that no to get I mean if you save your coins up, and I think the rewards for some of the new version games you can play on Armour Team are actually quite generous with the amount of coins uh, you can get. I mean, I'm about to finish uh, on the second rank on Division Rivals right. this um, this week, and I'll get 40,000 coins for it, and that's a decent amount. That's and, a lot. Uh, yeah, if you do that five weeks in a row, suddenly you've got 200,000 coins, and that's a, a very good player that you can... Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the difficult thing with FIFA is, is the market is so bonkers because of those people that are spending, mm. you know, hundreds of quid every couple of days on on packs because you know EA give them the ability to do so. Mm. You know, you can buy what is it, seventy two pounds worth? So it's twelve thousand FIFA points. That's their top level is is seventy two pounds in the store. And but then as a result, you got all these. You know, they, they're really good because they do a lot of promos for different types of player and the variation this year looks really good i mean i follow um, a couple of fifa youtubers and they've got like team of the year right but you know a messy team of the year costs like from what i remember like five million coins jesus christ which makes sense because he's, he's the best player in the game yeah but is he that much better than some of the, the lesser players that if you're good enough at the game you can still win with yes Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, played, I played against someone online earlier that had Maradona playing um, oh, the my God. icon card playing uh, just behind the striker. Right. And you literally couldn't tackle him. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the same with Rivaldo. Three players around him and he just walked straight through, like doing all these stupid little skill moves that you just right. couldn't get near him. Infuriating. One thing I found this year is, um, well, there's a couple of things. There's the Premier League teams, all players seem to be slightly... It's freakishly good. Yeah, some of the, the Premier League players. Yeah, so like Davidson Sanchez, Eric Bailly, Moussa Dembele. They're always really good, aren't they? They're yeah, you know, the average players. Yeah, and everyone has any reason about before just for Christmas. I just didn't play it for about six weeks just because I was getting bored of playing. Everyone had the same team. Yeah. Um, since I come back after Christmas, it, it seems a bit different. And you all the people that got Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but everyone just had the same. Uh, Premier League side, it was uh, just getting a bit boring. Yeah, I think I think it's a lot better now. There's there's so many different special cards 
where the informs, the, the, the future stars, the icons, all the stuff like that, it's better now that people do have a, a wider variation of teams. I mean, my, the team I'm using is a Brazilian team. Right. Well, mainly Brazilian, but it's, you don't, you play against, I don't, I find the problem of playing against the same team all the time. I play against so many different players and it, it's good. It's, I like playing against different players because it's a test as well. Mm. I think it's more. I think that's probably more the case when the game came out because, but without all the promo cards, it is difficult. And I mean, when I was playing FIFA 18, to digress slightly, it was my friend had Bailly and Sanchez. He had so much money to like spend on the game because he got all these good players. Yeah. But he, he was only playing these two players because they were really overpowered last year because the game was all about strength and height. Right. So those they split the bit, and then he had Aaron Moy. In midfield, like the informed version, yeah, and he just couldn't stop scoring against me. And I'm like, it's Aaron Moy, <laughs> he's awful, but because he played well in the game, he got an inform, which meant he had 90 long shots. Jesus Christ, I'm like, it's Aaron Moy, yeah, for Huddersfield, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> I do love the squad building challenges, though. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a geek when it comes in. I pretty much do all of the ones on there, all the different leagues, all the different squads. So what, what do they do down for people that are listening? Not but it, um, for most of the leagues, like the big leagues on the game, they have a squad building challenge for every squad in that league. So right. say, say, take Premier League, for example, you've got to trade in a squad for each team. So an Arsenal squad, a Burnley squad, a Brighton squad, all oh, of the okay. squads, 11 players. You've got to get them with 95 chemistry and a certain, a certain rating. It's normally about between like 75 and 80. Yeah. So it also means that when you pack random Brighton defenders, they actually sell as opposed to previous years when you, you just had to quick sell all your your non-rare golds and your silver players because no one wanted them. Ah, uh, yeah. They're actually useful to people. Plus, you get a, a reward for each squad you trade in. Right. For, the, for the bigger clubs, you get a bigger reward. And then after you've traded off all 20 squads, you get a, a special player from that league. And the Premier League ones were fairly average. It was Jamie Vardy and Abdullah Decore. Right. But the La Liga one that came on this week uh, is a 90-rated Casemiro. Oh, my God. Uh, striker, Yago Aspach, which is 89. And, wow, okay. yeah, I've, I've already got both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so that, that's keep, that keeps you coming back, I suppose. And if it changes every week, it, it, it gives you a... Well, a reason exactly. to come out to it. And there's always every week they have a, a marquee matchups thing, which is four uh four games that go on during the week, you've got to trade in a squad like related to the game. Right. And there's always like different squad and challenges to get a certain player or certain packs and there's there's new content every every week. Okay. Have you have either of you ventured into the uh the story mode on this? Done a little bit. Yeah. Um and yeah, it is good. Um, I found it, they've really upped the narrative, the, the amount of narrative this year. So I played on uh, 17, I think it was the first instalment of it, where Alex Hunter signs his first deal and then gets sent on loan to Newcastle, I think. I don't know if it's the same every time, but that's what you get, I You get to choose the club, mm. I think, don't you? All right, okay. So I've missed, the, I've missed the second and third parts, but he now plays for, does he play for Real Madrid now, I think I saw? I can't, yeah, I play. Well, you kind of can make some choices, can't you? Oh, right, um, okay. And now there's he's more than one character, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he's billed as like a Ronaldo. Right, brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unfortunate in the current world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now there's there's also you can play as his best mate. 
Oh, the, the on and his si- and his half sister. Oh yeah, because <laughs> uh, women's football's in there. Have you ventured into that at all? Um, um not really. I mean, no. uh, you play it when you um as a part of the journey. All right. Okay. Uh, so you actually play his half sister plays for the U.S. national team. Right. Um, so the, it gets you involved that way. Yeah. Um, but no, where I only really play on the team, it's not something that I'm really exposed to. No, I think yeah, I think ultimate team seems to be it is the mode, isn't it? Apart from online kind of uh, rankings, ultimate team seems to be where most of the, the players are. Online, yeah. online is a lot better than last year as well with right. the division rivals which is much better than what it was last year and the rewards seem to be a lot better as well does it still have like, the, the ranked leagues that you work your way up through it's it's, it's it still does have seasons like how, how I used seasons. to remember playing it yeah you know, back in what, FIFA 13 uh, and 14 and things like that yeah. Um, so you can still do that, but I don't think it's as popular as it was back then. Because everyone back then, it was you wanted to be ranked, you wanted to get into the top one, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't think it's as popular anymore. Okay. Um, one thing, a good thing about this year's FIFA, and it does have a lot of his ne- a lot of negatives. Um, uh, but the new house rules games. So if you're just having you've got a couple of mates around, you're having a few games of FIFA, it's not just you don't have to just play a normal ninety minute regulation game of football. Right. There's now um, different twists you can put on it. The survival so, yeah, mode. Me, yeah, me and Tom play it quite a lot. Um so there's survival mode where um every time you score a goal you lose a random player <laughs> until it goes down to seven players each and oh, nice. the other day I found out if you had a man sent off when you have seven men he does get sent off. Oh, really? You're down to six players, and that's <laughs> mental. There's a head, heads and volleys version where nice. you can only score from heads and volleys. There's a long shots version where long shots count double. There's a no rules version, right? Um, which is just people Chaos. slide tackling. <laughs> yeah, but, um, that kind of that was a bit of a selling point for me this year because I thought it just um, it did change up like when you have your mates around you have a couple of games of FIFA yeah that made it a bit different it encourages couch gaming which I think it is a, a big thing within the whole gaming world now is to get people back to playing with their friends but not online like go mm. around mates houses and actually play like we all used to do when we were kids excellent uh, any other games we want to talk about boys any other sports games we've played recently um, I'm trying to think. A bit of international cricket captain every now and then, oh, which is a it. bit like, which is a bit like football manager for, yeah. but for cricket. I've got. Is, it is, do you know what it is like? It's like um, championship manager one hundred and two, because you can just breeze for a game very quickly. Yeah. Is it is it old or is it new? Because I remember seeing it a few years ago. But is this? Oh, they're still like, making them. It, they, they do release, them, but the okay. old ones are best. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, so About the, 2006, it really hit, really peaked, didn't it? Yeah. The, around the 2005, there was a special for 2005 Ashes edition, and that was the best one. Yeah, I got the last year's one on my iPad, and it's really just a good fun lunch break game. Where you can play like yeah. a couple of seasons almost. You can get through it pretty the, quick. The graphics haven't improved since 1998. I, I think they're worse. <laughs> the commentary is exactly the same, I think, from the very first one as well. You still get the polite ripple of applause when <laughs> that's raises bat for 100. Yeah. yeah, nothing much has changed that way. But yeah, it's, no. it is just an updated spreadsheet game every year. But 
it is good fun, Ryan. I think you should, you'd appreciate it. And the other I mean, ones are cheaper. Probably would. I mean, I've, I'm trying to think what else. I, I, I played Out of the Park Baseball 17 like a while ago. Wow. Which it it is pretty much for manager but baseball. And well, made, so there's a lot that one to that it. Was made by SI back in. The no, that was a. They did a hockey game or something. Oh, okay. It's made by a separate company, but it, it, you you can tell it's a rip off of it almost. Right. And it's it's okay. <laughs> but it's that thing of you've got to understand baseball. Well, it's because um... I'm sort of standing like sitting there trying to play it. Like I don't understand what any what any of this is. <laughs> and it goes back to that point we were talking about earlier, where you just sort of sit there and you see things happen, and you're just like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm sure. Don't understand good. how this works. <laughs> it is well. It's another game. It's all about stats, baseball, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, massive. All about yeah. stats now, isn't it? Um, so I suppose it's it's baseball is actually a quite a good game to translate into the kind of management. Yeah, spreadsheet sim game. Yeah, it must work pretty well. Um, personally, I just can't cure my uh, NBA 2K19 addiction, which stretches back to NBA 2K13 at this point. It's the game I play almost daily. Um, doing just doing career mode, doing like the my team, which is ultimate team doing my league do just everything that's in it I play all of it it's just I never get bored of it I do like NBA games NBA games are really addictive whenever I've played it because you you can do games well not to say relatively quickly but it is that because at least with like football games or whatever I mean obviously foot managers are a lot lot sitting around Mm. FIFA and Pez is like you know sometimes there'll be parts of the game where you know they'll be passing it around for a while and there's not much action whereas basketball games are it's thick and fast. Yeah, it's constant action. How long is a basketball... I want to show my naivety here. How <laughs> long is a basketball, basketball game in reality? Uh, well, it's four quarters of what? Four quarters of 12 minutes, but oh, okay. multiple timeouts within each within each quarter. So, so how long does a game take on? Um, when I'm playing on Xbox, I play... Um, I play in my career mode. I play full sim, so I play twelve minutes. Um, do you? Yeah, a game takes me roughly an hour to do one game um, within yeah, yeah. game, and then obviously a, a basketball season's eighty-two games long. That's before you get to the best of seven um, playoff series uh, as well. So you completed a season yet? <laughs> Not after one year. <laughs> on uh, NBA Two K Thirteen, I'm still on the first season. <laughs> yeah, I've done one season. Um, Obviously, you can put it down to like five minutes a quarter, but you, you don't. Your stats don't kind of relate to realistic stats within the world because it doesn't take into account that you're doing that. But the, the rest of the players uh, on the other teams, when they play, they play full full minutes per game, so their stats look much more impressive than yours. Oh, that's weird. You'd think it'd try and it should level it out, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it doesn't quite do that, which is annoying. And I like to be top of the stats board obviously because it's a career mode so why wouldn't you want to be the best player you can be with your player but yeah it's, it's super addictive and 2k do the best i think in all sports games the best presentation of a sports game from commentary to all that sort of stuff it, the commentary is updated weekly with things that are happening in the real world and they get like guest commentators on to do spots um, that they record every couple of weeks and bring them onto the game it's it's so in depth it it seems to be the the game that most that that has the most attention put into it. If that makes sense, mm. to to I mean yeah I mean the, the commentary is insane. And then you know if there is like a break in play, you know you'll hear oh well, we're just going to talk to a player quickly about their yeah. experience, and it, it it's very bizarre. Yeah, it's really it's really super in depth, and it 
One thing that does baffle me, Madden games are the same with other NFL games. They share licenses. I don't understand why FIFA and PES cannot share licenses. Why can't, why can't they both have all the licenses? Why do FIFA have to hog all of them? Because EA have the rights to the NBA licenses, but so do 2K. They both make basketball games, which both sell really well. Is Madden still going? Madden is still going, yeah. This is the NFL. first year I've not bought it. In uh, I think I had either like 13 or 14 or something. I played that a bit and it was really good. Yeah, but Madden I, games I, used to be quite I was good. Terrible at it, yeah. But <laughs> it was fun. I have a, a very basic knowledge of NFL and what happens and what to do, but it, it kind of, I had one 360 as well and it kind of it made it quite easy to understand. Mm. Yeah, it is. It, they're, they're very pick up and playable. They're not kind of super sim, but they make it much like FIFA where it's all, it's basically the same. Like the layout, just reskinned for American football. So the, the ultimate team's still there, and there's your, your career mode, your story mode, and all that sort of stuff. So there's, it's kind of the same game, but just a different sport. If that makes sense, not really, mm. but kind of. <laughs> I think that's it, chaps. I think that's the first, first one done. We've talked about a lot of different sports games there. We will um, obviously get different guests on next month. We're going to do this monthly. I'm going to try and release it on the first of every month. Uh, it's going to be released through the Man of the Post feed and the Ready Player 2 feed. So uh, don't unsubscribe if you don't like this one episode. <laughs> we'll continue Please. with our regular stuff <laughs> outside of this. Uh, but these will be once a month bonus episodes uh, just to kind of expand both brands of uh, podcast. So thank you very much, chaps. Where can people find you on Twitter? Let's start with you, Ryan. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at the Ryan Goodman. They will tell you where, you, where, you, why you should be playing FIFA. That's where they can find you. Yeah. Um, Greg, what's your Twitter? Right, Greg Kitchen. And Tom. Uh, Alano Eleven. There you go. Uh, I am at Rossbell nineteen eighty four. You can find us all under uh, at Man on the Post or uh, me and some other chaps from Ready Player Two at Ready player two already p2 on twitter i think one of those or other i don't normally do the outro for that podcast i don't know <laughs> uh, but follow all of us there subscribe to all the podcasts on itunes leave us rates and reviews uh, we're all on itunes we're all on spotify we're all on all the other places that have podcasts acast mainly that's the best place to get us both because uh, that's where we're hosted and that's where they will eventually pay out some money eventually he says eventually when you're 100 in theory yeah. <laughs> i'm too old to do podcasts anymore but that's it. First episode in the books. Thank you, chaps. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Matt. My pleasure. Thank you, Tom. Cheers. Good night. And until next time, it's goodbye from me. And always keep your man on the post. (laughs) And always remember to ready player (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.